0: It is a blessing to be here filling in for Kevin. I guess I'm a pinch hitter. Um, I would say he doesn't have to worry about being Wally Pipped today. And some of you are not baseball fans, so that one was just for Brian and I, I think. (laughs) Um, We uh, got a text from him Thursday night while we were in Springfield getting ready for my son's graduation from college um, that he had come down COVID positive after his family had so he wanted me to tell all of you that he's doing well they are you know vaxxed and boosted so they just have mild symptoms like a cold so hopefully you know things will take a turn and we'll see them again soon. Um, Also, it's my daughter's 21st birthday today. So, we've had a lot going on in our family as well. She's in Excelsior Springs having a spa day with her friends that are home from college, so. Um, Big doings. With a lot of families around this time of year. And uh, while I was attending TJ's graduation, I saw, as you can see, some of the graduates would would decorate the tops of their graduation caps. And, you know, they read, oh, this is my $105,000 hat. Or, uh, you know, the SpongeBob meme four years later, right? So, a bunch of funny ones that's all, folks, like uh, the Looney Tunes, or I declare bankruptcy, or stuff like that. Or, hey, who's hiring? I need a job, you know. Uh, You know, they're trying to summarize like their college experience in just a few phrases. Uh, The one that caught my eye and inspired me, and uh, the commencement address speaker as well was, uh, like, on to the next chapter. You know, that one says, writing my next chapter. Um, You know, it just got me thinking about, we're, you know, a lot of us graduated from high school, but, you know, many of us have, you know, many turns in our life's journey. And, uh, you know, when we look back at, you know, those events or decisions or circumstances, um, we can see God at work. Uh, through those circumstances, or the characters in our lives, uh, the decisions that we made uh, through, through our faith. You um, want to turn to the next slide, I'll just give you a little nod. Um, one of my son Sam's favorite Bible stories, and mine, is the story of Joseph. So I started looking at his story And thinking about, you know, that fantastic journey that, you know, his story takes. And, uh, you know, how God used the circumstances that he was in, or the events that happened in his life, or the people that he encountered, uh, the decisions that he made through his faith, uh, and how uh, God can use those things in our lives. Uh, in our, in our journey, in our in our story, as well. Next slide would be fine. Thanks. Um, if Joseph decorated a graduation cap, I think he may have written uh, those words. If you can't read it, it says, "I trust the next chapter because I know the author, uh, Luke." 137 talks about Mary and Elizabeth finding out that they're pregnant and it says for nothing is impossible without God and he works through those circumstances and characters you know kind of like a story I'm a teacher so I you know having plot in there the decisions we make through our faith so if you want to join me in Genesis we'll be in Genesis 37 through 50. In Joseph's circumstances we see that uh, he's the grandson of Isaac and Rebekah. He was born Jewish. They lived in an agrarian society. They were farmers. Wealth was... uh, you can go to the next slide, thanks. Wealth was handed down and um, built through what they could garner from the earth. Crops and, and other goods. Women's worlds were a lot different during that time. Leaders often were considered divine. Like Pharaoh and so many other kings and queens. Um, and they lived by tribal law, so you know, you were, um, you know, connected to your tribe and your tribe protected you and uh, you know, as your tribe went, you went. All those circumstances, Joseph really that was out of his control. He was born into those uh, situations. So let's look at our graduates' circumstances. You know, there's family dynamics. We all have a story about, you know, who we were born with and to and where, our financial status of our family, our country, our town. Uh, You know, some people were born with health concerns, developed them. These were things, you know, that we can't control. Even the moment in history You know, I thought about, you know, COVID and how we got through 2020 and 2021 and how that really shaped my three children's high school and college experience. That was something that we couldn't control. It happened to us. Uh, There's a popular uh, prayer. It's called the Serenity Prayer made popular by Alcoholics Anonymous. It says, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. How can we remain a witness in circumstances that may be out of our control or larger than our scope of influence? Well Romans 8:28 says if you will go to the next slide And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. In Philippians 4, 6 Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and Your mind in Christ Jesus. Now telling someone with anxiety not to worry is probably not helpful. But going to God in prayer and trusting him that he is in control gives us some perspective and peace in any situation. Also God works through the the cast of characters that we meet along the way. What a fantastic cast Joseph's story has. We start in Genesis 37. We meet his father Jacob, who is called Israel. Father of Israel. We meet his jealous brothers because he's favored by his dad. Has a fancy coat. I guess if I were following the bulletin, I would say this is what I've learned from a guy in a colorful coat. It's kind of the sermon series Kevin was doing. He meets meets the Midianites. They're the the slave traders. There's Potiphar, his master in Egypt and Potiphar's wife. There's a prison warden who trusts him while he's in prison to run things. There's a cupbearer who learns about his dream uh, abilities. And Pharaoh, quite a cast. Think about the, the cast of characters that, you know, our graduates and, and we are influenced by. You know, our family, our friends, our neighbors, our classmates, our church family, even complete strangers can, uh, you know, have an influence on the turns that our story may take. Uh, At our wedding address, my dad told us among other advice that we should think of our family as a cast of our favorite sitcom. Some come, some go, some stay for a time, some are with us for a lifetime. But as we look back through our story, we're touched by the number of folks God has set in our path along the way, just here at First Baptist, I can name folks that have helped us become employed, uh, has been there in hospitals for joyous occasions and difficult reasons, and helped us raise our three kids, not to mention all the other people along the way that we meet through our jobs and our neighborhoods and our classes. It's quite a, quite a story Are uh, the people in our lives help us write. In Proverbs, we also see not only can they influence our story, we can influence theirs too. Iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. And in Psalm 1, verse 1, it says, Blessed is the one who does not walk, in step with the wicked or stand in the way of sinners that sinners take or or sit in the company of mockers but whose delight is in the law of the Lord." It's quite a uh, challenge to be that kind of witness in in the lives of folks that we meet. We spend our our days with at work or worship with at church God also uses what I call the plot. the, The events. This is the meat of the story. We know the story of Joseph. He's the favored son. So his jealous brothers plot against him. He gets sold into slavery. Some of his brothers wanted to kill him. One of his brothers wanted to dig him out of the hole that they threw him in after all the brothers went home. But the Midianites wandered by, so they had a bright idea to sell him to them. While he was a slave, he became a trusted servant. Potiphar's right-hand man, and then his wife, of course, um had him falsely imprisoned, accused him of something that he didn't do. While in prison, he was responsible and faithful. The uh, warden even put him in charge of the prisoners. And then of course his his dreaming abilities. He could interpret dreams, interpreted Pharaoh's dreams, of course Pharaoh puts him in charge It's quite a story. Life-altering events sometimes happened to Joseph. Sometimes the twists and turns occurred because of Joseph. But God is working with Joseph and his stories. So let's look at our graduates. Just like Joseph, their stories, they're influenced by events that shape us. Obstacles, successes, failures. One of our favorite words at my school is perseverance, grit. Um, Got me thinking about one of my favorite movies, Forrest Gump. And in the film, Forrest accidentally bounces around from one historical event to another that are popular in our culture. While he's running, he steps in cow droppings and coins the phrase, I'll use the church edit on this one, stuff happens. I tell my students sometimes, you can't help what happens, but you can control how you react. And God can work in those situations. If we look at Ecclesiastes 3, it's the song that we know from the 60s. <laughs> There's a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. You don't want me to sing the rest. <laughs> but chap yeah, verses one through eight. And in Romans 5, 3 through 5, we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. And perseverance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, for God's love has been poured out into our hearts. You know, I used to hear people say when tough stuff was happening, This too shall pass. And it kind of got under my skin after a while as I was an adult, because, you know, sometimes it doesn't, sometimes they leave scars. Sometimes they do pass, other times they stick with us until we meet Jesus. In Corinthians 2 Corinthians 4:17 through 18, I didn't put this on the screen. Oh boy, okay, there goes all my notes. <laughs> it says, "This is why we never give up. Through, though our bodies, Are dying, our spirits, are being renewed every day. For our present troubles are small and won't last very long. Yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So don't look at troubles that we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. dropping stuff all over the place (laughs) Um, so God also works through our decisions that's the part we can control, what we say what we do, how we act how we react we look at Joseph's decisions in his story yeah he tattled on his brothers right away The second verse of his story in the Bible, he's tattling. Then he tells his brother his dreams. Seems harmless, until you realize his dreams were about his brothers bowing to him and worshiping him, and him being the Lord over them. (laughs) Probably didn't spur on his brother's likeness for him. But when he gets sold into slavery, he... Serves Potiphar well, he's honest, he doesn't steal from him, he doesn't try and escape. He refuses Potiphar's wife. And because of that, he gets thrown in prison. While in prison, he doesn't try and steal the keys, escape, start a riot. He serves the prison warden well. He's a trusted prisoner. And then he decides to interpret the the cupbearer's dream, and that word gets back to Pharaoh. And when Pharaoh asks him if he can interpret his dreams, he says, well, I can't. But God will tell you what you need to know. He still gives glory to God through all of that. Our graduates have lots of decisions too. Um, Two of my favorite pieces of literature (laughs) one is a Dr. Seuss book because I'm a third grade teacher. I love Oh the Places You'll Go. One of the visuals in that book is a page with nothing but roads turning here and turning there and a little guy standing there looking at all the corners and turns and not knowing which way to go, which way to pick. And the other one is uh, Robert Frost's poem, "The The Road Less Traveled. And sometimes it's easier to go with the flow. And over the years I've learned that the road less traveled is more rewarding. So if we look at a couple of passages about our decisions, in Matthew, how can we make sure What we're choosing is the right choice. My dad said, you can only make your decision based on the information that you have right now and make the best choice you can. So we look at Matthew and it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. And in Philippians 4, 8 and 9, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, Whatever is pure, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice. He is our ultimate example. Jesus lived a perfect life and we're nowhere near that. And that's where faithfulness comes in. God was able to work... Through Joseph's circumstances, events, characters, and his decisions, because he remained faithful. He honored his father. He refused Potiphar's wife. He served the Lord in prison. When he saw the cupbearer and the baker, he said, Why do you look so sad? This is a guy thrown in prison for no reason. And he's wondering why another prisoner looks sad. Still cared for people. He honors God to Pharaoh. And Pharaoh says, well, if God's with you, then I'm going to put you in charge. And after the famine started, and his family comes to Egypt looking for food he forgives his brothers and he even while crying and hugging them says you didn't throw me in that pit you didn't sell me to slaves God did that so I could be here so I could save you he he recognized God's plan That's hard. When you're in the middle of something tough. So not only are we faithful, or try to be, but he is faithful. How much harder do we make it for God to enter our stories because of the decisions we make? Guess what though? We need to remember nothing's impossible with God. No circumstance, no event, no person, or decision in our lives can keep us from having God enter our story. You'd have to do a little Bible drill with me to turn to all these, but I'm just saying that God loves you. He is with you. You are his child. He forgives you. He has wonderful plans for you and he will never leave you and I will leave you with a couple of words of wisdom from some very important people in my life story my dad used to say God don't make no junk especially when I was getting down on myself we're all his creation we're his greatest work My mom used to tell me, he's with you, in your heart, wherever you go. If you're scared, if you're worried, just remember he's with you. Yeah, and my dad told me, you can only make that decision considering what you know right now. All the information you have, you make the best one you can. Graduates, he told me, I don't care if you're a garbage man or a doctor. Just be the best one you can be. And they always told me, I love you no matter what. When uh, our children would leave the house, we would tell them, remember who you are and whose you are. If you would like to invite God to enter your story, if you feel like committing your life to Christ today, and let go of the pen, and allow him to write the rest of your book, please meet me at the front during Nate's invitation song, or see me in the lobby after the service, or contact Rev Kev in the church office this week. Join me in in prayer. Dear Lord, we, we thank you for your word, for the encouragement it gives us, for the advice that we can apply to our lives. Help us to have ears that hear, take those words into our hearts, and share your love wherever we go. In your name we pray. Amen. Just gonna Please stand. Have a blessed week. We'll ask Rich to come and lead us in a closing prayer. Pray with me. Father, may we seek you first in everything we do, in every relationship. Open our hearts to the Holy Spirit so that we can hear you speak to us, so that we can find the right path. Follow us through this week. Look out for those graduating and help them navigate their lives.